So meal prep is definitely important. If you don't already do any meal prep, I'm sure you've met somebody who does. It not only helps you save money because you're not gonna be eating out as much, you're definitely saving nutrition because when you eat out, things um, probably are bigger portions, they're not balanced, um, and it also will help you save time, which you can't get more time in the day. So whenever you can save time, it's a huge benefit. You can definitely save hours a week by meal prepping. The first step you wanna take to be successful with meal prepping is figuring out what meals or snacks are important for you to prep for. Are you finding that you're not eating breakfast because you're short on time? Or are you going out to Dunkin's for breakfast every morning? Um, are you going out to lunch every day because you don't have lunch? Um, is dinner just a huge hassle because you have a late schedule or you have a lot of commitments after work? These are things that you can identify um, for opportunities. Now the next step is Pick one, pick one of those meals that you want to choose to prep for. Don't try to do all meals all for every day of the week for your first week or two for meal prep because um, you want to start slow, like kind of that general theme um, to be successful. So if you start with say breakfast, then uh, the next step is looking at your calendar and saying, okay, what day during the week can I take maybe one or two hours out and do some meal prep for breakfast throughout the week so I can have a balanced breakfast. And once you say, okay, maybe it's Sunday evening or maybe it's a Thursday evening, whatever works for you that you can take out that time, write it down, put it in your calendar, make that date with yourself so that it's an appointment. And then uh, the next step is picking out those recipes. And like we said, you know, looking for things that are high fiber, high protein. So. If you're thinking about breakfast, it's not realistic to think, okay, I'm gonna have a Caesar salad or I'm gonna have a salad with chicken on it for breakfast. But if you do, that's totally fine. You don't have to have typical breakfast foods for breakfast. But most people, it might be as simple as one to two hard boiled eggs with a fruit because the eggs will have the protein and then the fruit will have the complex carbs, we call it, that are high in fiber. Um, and that will help you really stay full for three to four hours. Um, it could be you do overnight oats, oatmeal. Um, this is a really easy thing. Um, I, I don't know if I have the recipes on my website, but you can always email me. I can send them to you if you're listening to this um, at jocelyn at daybydaynutrition.org. Um, the overnight oats is basically you just take either mason jars or plastic Tupperware that's por individualized portions and you create a, a typical oatmeal recipe. So you equal parts of, um, or not equal parts, but you read the directions for uh, milk or water and oatmeal. Steel cut's probably the best for overnight oats because they are very high fiber. Um, and you put it in the refrigerator the night before and by the next morning, the proteins have broken down with the um, liquids so that you can eat it right from the jar if you want it cold or you can put it in the microwave so that it's hot. Um, that's a really easy grab and go. And I always suggest maybe putting a teaspoon of walnuts, maybe some extra protein in there. And if you wanna sprinkle some blueberries on there for antioxidants and some more fiber. And that's a really balanced breakfast as well. So these are things you can do uh, three to four days in advance um, for breakfast. Breakfast comes in many shapes and sizes, so there's many more, but that's just an example. Um, lunch might be a little bit more simple as far as prep-wise um, because a lot of people, you know, lunch, you only get a few minutes to take it, and at the beginning of the week or during the week when you have time, you can just take, maybe cook up some ground turkey with like paprika and whatever spices you like, Not a, probably not a lot of oil and butter if you can. 
um, to keep it lean. And then um, also maybe cooking up a whole grain, whether it be quinoa or a whole grain rice, or uh, if you wanted to try something that's not as familiar to you, like uh, different like couscous or tempeh or barley. And then, um, and then the last piece, so that accounts for uh, some fiber, but mostly protein. And then you want to get a lot of fiber in there. So maybe either baking, you can bake vegetables and they get really great flavor. Baking cauliflower, baking kale, baking uh, broccoli, baking carrots. You can really bake any vegetable and it gets a really nice savory flavor. Um, usually baking it maybe at 350 to 400 with some spices and a little bit of olive oil for until it gets crispy. Um, and then putting it into individualized containers. So putting probably a quarter of the container being your protein, a quarter of your container being the whole grain, and then half the container being that non-starchy vegetable. And then throughout the week, you can put different seasonings on them so they are switched up a little bit. So maybe one day you put a little bit of low sodium teriyaki sauce, and then the next day maybe you put some tomato sauce. So it's maybe some of the same ingredients, but a little bit of different flavor profile. And that could go for dinner too, but those tend to be more lunch items. Um, another thing maybe for dinner, you could pick out a recipe. Say it's, it's a vegetable chili that has a lot of beans and vegetables in it. You could double or triple that recipe, especially if it's slow cooker, you can set it and forget it. And then you can put a lot of it in the freezer so that over time you kind of create that inventory. And if you were really swamped one weekend, you can't do any meal prep, then you can just pull out a few of those and that's your meal prep. So setting yourself up for success, it's again starting small, picking one to two recipes for one to two meals, um, and then over time kind of building that inventory. And in general, you know, refrigerating food lasts for up to two to three days. So if, it's, if you have more than that, you probably want to freeze it. Um, another thing that I find really helpful is right when you get home from grocery shopping, chop up a bunch of your fruits and vegetables and put them right into your fridge because you're way less likely to go for them if they're in that drawer hidden away and you have to do prep when you're in time crunch. So do it all in one full swoop and get things prepped even though if you don't know how you're gonna exactly use them yet and they'll be so much easier to put into stir fries, put into salads, put on your sandwich, um, have with a hummus or um, a low, low calorie dip um, for a snack. Um, so just keeping the, the inventory in the fridge, I call them healthy triggers. You're, you know, you'll be healthily triggered to go towards that versus something processed.